Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Hooked on Sports. This is episode number 262, I believe, of Hooked on Sports. My name is John Flynn. Thank you so very much for listening to the podcast today. And it's a football Thursday here on Hooked on Sports. So we are going to go uh, go through some of the key results I want you to look out for in the National Football League this upcoming weekend, of course, we have we have big we have big tilt to the NFC. We got the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the LA Rams in LA, and Cooper Cup's return to uh, to the lineup. It looks like uh, we got the big showdown between the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday Night Football, which is going to be a huge game. For, for Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys because the Cowboys have lost the 49ers each of the last couple of seasons. A couple, a couple of other big uh, divisional tilts in the AFC that I want you to keep, keep your eye on. We'll, we'll get into that in, in a little bit. But I, I believe but we, we need to start with the, with the game of the week between the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. And each of the last two years, the Dallas Cowboys season has ended at the expense of the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers defeated the Cowboys each of the last two years. The first year in the wildcard game in Dallas on on CBS. And it, it was, of course, the game where the Cowboys botched the end of the game. And, and the Cowboys started to run the ball down by six. So with 15 seconds left, without any timeouts, and they were weren't able to get another snap in on time before, uh, before the uh, 49 or before the uh, clock was able to run out. And then, and then last year, the uh, Dak's uh, poorest performance, um, which which was exasperated by the early departure of Tony Pollard. From that game, making uh, making it uh, bad for San Francisco, but I, I think this is going to be a really competitive game, and and, and, I'll, and I'll and I'll tell you who I'm who I'm going to pick to win in a little bit, but I I, I think that, that I think knowing that uh, about the Cowboys and the 49ers, and this is going to be a big test for the Cowboys because the the, the teams the the uh, the Cowboys have faced so far. Giants one and three, Jets one and three, Cardinals a loss one and three, and the New England Patriots one and three, and they've had the gift of the schedule. Uh, th- three of their uh, three their three wins were blowouts. The other was a well, what was a loss that that, that hopefully woke up um, uh, Dak Prescott if you are a fan of the Cowboys. So, so and again, the, these are the two teams I had. Meeting up in the NFC Championship game at the start of the season, I I, I felt that the Cowboys uh, were going to take that that big big step forward uh, this year and and get and get past the divisional playoffs and get to the NFC Championship game, and and and, and the, the Trayvon Diggs injury, uh, uh yeah yeah he he was he was missed in the Arizona loss, uh, unable to go because Hollywood Brown had a big day for Arizona. But I'm still keeping the expectations high here when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys uh, because their defense is really good and they're so well coached uh, under my guy, Dan Quinn. And, and, and I think you, 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 want to, you want to see 
uh, uh, improve, improve level of play from, from the skill players. And and I think this is the type of game where where Dak is going to have to rely heavily on Brandon Cooks as as a number two receiver because uh, because if if you objectively look at the Cowboys last year, I I I looked at, I looked at a team that that was that that was missing a big piece that. But they weren't able to replace Amari Cooper because of salary cap constraints. But now here's Brandon Cooks in a trade with the Texans, and what? And if, if I'm if I'm the Cowboys, I need to get Brandon Cooks more involved. I need to I need to get Tony Pollard what less involved in the passing game and more so running the football. And and make make sure you have Rico Dowdle uh, in, in there as well, so you can keep Tony Pollard fresh for the fourth quarter. Uh, when when the game is on the line and Tony Pollard, so who, who can average five six yards a carry to be, be at his best when it when it matters the most for the Cowboys. So this is obviously going to be a ma- a, a, a big time team effort for uh, for the Cowboys. Now, uh, now it, it it could be a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation as well for Dallas because. If if the Cowboys win, that then people are are going to say that so that it was the regular season. Now now do it in the postseason when it, when it matters the most against a team like San Francisco or Philadelphia. So so, so I think so that that's where things are are concerned. Now the league is not going to make you uh, give back your victories when when the victories come, but. By if if the Cowboys do not win this game, there's going to be some questions concerning the Cowboys, and 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 the Cowboys are gonna are gonna have to face these questions for for the for the rest of the season, unable to win the the big game. Well, this this game uh, this matchup feels like a really big uh, a really big game for especially for the Cowboys. Uh, but I I don't want to minimize the importance of this game from a San Francisco perspective as well because San Francisco uh, has been in the last two NFC Championship games and and they and they lost both times and they lost both times on the road and that and the the previous appearance uh in the NFC Championship game was in 2019 and 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 that game was at. Levi Stadium in San Francisco, where, where they ran Aaron Rodgers and the Packers out of town, uh, and with bookie head coach Matt Lafleur and, and first-year offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. So I, I so, so I don't as much as we talk about the Cowboys and and uh, and if the Cowboys uh, whether or not the Cowboys win or lose, all the attention is going to be uh, and the media focus is going to be from the Cowboys' perspective on Monday. Uh, but but San Francisco kind of needs to win this game because you 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 don't, you don't know what's going to uh, what's going to happen with the Eagles. You don't know what's going to happen with the Cowboys. Heck, maybe a team like the Detroit Lions uh, can, can shock everybody and win. 13, 14, 15 games. So, as so, and and more for, more further that if the 49ers lose and it comes down to the Cowboys and the 49ers for the one seed and the first round by, uh, the tiebreaker is going to favor the, the the winner of this game. So, um, so this is a monster game for San Francisco. That and and it's and obviously uh, everything is going to be about Dallas, but. 
But please do not minimize the importance of this game for Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, and the San Francisco 49ers. A big, big time game on Sunday night on NBC. Another game between an NFC East and an NFC West opponent that I think we really need to keep our eyes on is the game between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Los Angeles Rams. And this is going to be a showdown. Uh, of wide of receivers um, uh, in, in, the, in the NFL, assuming Cooper Cup returns return to the lineup on Sunday, which would be which would be a big time left for Matthew Stafford, Sean McVay, and, and the LA Rams. Uh, and, and, the, and the Rams, to me, are a team that, that I, 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 I had problems um, finding ways to get them to uh, to six, seven wins because of the lack of depth on the on the roster, and as and, and that the roster is so top heavy that and so that if if Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, or or Aaron Donald got hurt, that it, it would be a, a, a it would be a really hard for them to uh, to find wins. Well, Cooper Cup missed the first four weeks of the season, and and the Rams went two and two, and and they. they their their first game was was a was a road win in Seattle where where, where they where they completely outclassed the Rams for sixty outclassed Seattle for sixty seconds, and the other was was an overtime win on the road against the Indianapolis Colts. It was a, a game where they led uh, by uh, by twenty points at one point. Then then the Colts came back to tie, but but the but the resilient Rams uh, found a way to win that game. So. So, so the Rams have shown that they can win in a, in a couple of different styles of fight, and 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 the game the game against Philadelphia is going is going to be a, a similar type of boat uh, to, uh, to me because um, because obviously the Eagles are, are the team that went to the Super Bowl last year. The Eagles are one of the two unbeaten teams in, in the uh, in in the NFL alongside the 49ers. and and this is going to be um, a, a a game where. Where Jalen Hurts is going to have to make big, big plays and 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 try to utilize AJ Brown and Devontae Smith and and, and he's shown that uh, he he showed against Minnesota that he'll that that he'll rely, he can rely on Devontae Smith and he showed uh, in the comeback victory against Washington last week that he can utilize AJ Brown in, in spots where where they where they need production out of the wide receiver position. So I, I think this is uh, this this is a, 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 a obviously to me the the, the biggest test to, to, uh, to date so far for Philadelphia because um, because because the, 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 their their opponent their victories have been against New England one win the Vikings one win uh, the Tamp the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, are th- three and one so uh, but to, to give them credit for that. And then they beat a pesky Washington team that was angry coming off a 34-point loss at home to Buffalo. So everything is on the table here when it when it comes when it comes to this game. And if the Rams can find a way to win that game, it it will be as big a statement by the Rams as as a potential Cowboys win over the 49ers. So the Rams have a big opportunity. Uh, on on Sunday, going up against Philadelphia, you know, in, in uh, on on Sunday. So I'm very much looking, uh, uh, fascinated to uh, to uh, to see the result of this of this football game revealed on on Sunday. So 
I, I think we're, we're going to look at those two games from an NFC perspective. I also want to look at two games from an AFC perspective. And, and a, a game that, that suddenly feels uh, 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 has, uh, has a bit of intrigue it is the game on Sunday between the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. Because one, one of the big headlines of the NFL this, uh, on Wednesday is that Jonathan Taylor was a full participant in practice. And, and, and this is a Colts team that has so far overperformed uh, uh, through the first four games of the season, they are two and two. The Titans are, are a team that I feel have overperformed as well. They they're two and two. The, in fact, the, uh, all four teams of the division are two and two going into week number five. So, depending on, on the results with Jacksonville and Buffalo uh, uh, playing in London against the Bills, feels like a loss for Jacksonville. And, and Houston taking on Atlanta in Atlanta, uh, it, that game could go either way. So, th- th- so this is the type of game that can also go either way. And and obviously Tennessee has had uh, the Indianapolis Colts' number for, for for the better part of, of a few years on, with uh, with Mike Vable that the Titans have found have found ways to steal games uh, against this Indianapolis Colts squad. For the, for the better part of a few of a few years now, so so this is a really big game to me for Anthony Richardson. It's it's a home game. It's in the division. It, it's against the division rival, uh, whom uh, whom the Colt, uh, whom they they've been competing with for for the past few years, and this is an opportunity for Anthony Richardson uh, to, to to make a further stamp as to why he belongs to the National Football League. And this is a really big game too for Shane Sykin, the, uh, the the new head coach for for Indianapolis. And if, if the if Jonathan and assume it very much looks like Jonathan Taylor is going to be playing for the Colts on Sunday, so so if if the if the Titans could, could find a way and steal a game in Indianapolis with with Jonathan Taylor. Um, um, uh, as the primary running back, and and knowing that Zach Moss who has been an excellent running back to start the season for Indianapolis, going back to RB two, and, and find and find ways to neutralize the running attack, uh, the running attack of 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 those three players, such that and such that they make the offense one dimensional for, uh, for um, for Tennessee's defense uh, to to cover. So I, 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 it's going to be a monster game for, for both of those squads. So I, I'm, I very much want want to see the result of, of that game um, and, and how it relates to how the AFC South race is going to shape up. Look, I, I think Jacksonville's still going to win the division. I, I think Jacksonville showed, uh, is, uh, showed uh, something defensively against Atlanta, but I, I still think uh, they can win the division. But Seeing how Cincinnati has struggled, seeing how Pittsburgh has struggled, uh, see, seeing Cleveland suddenly lose uh, in in the way they did to the Ravens. Look, I know Deshaun Watson was was not there, and, and given the underachievements of teams like the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Raiders, the, the, the winner of this game uh, is is, is going to have an opportunity to, uh, to be in the driver's seat for a playoff spot in the AFC. And, and, and I think a, a lot of smart people uh, w- uh, believed at the start of the season, including mine, that only 
one team in the in, in that division would be a representative in the conference in the postseason. This so so the Titans can go on the road again and and take down the Colts um, at Lucas Oil Stadium. It's going to be a big lift for for the Titans because the Titans have not uh, their two wins have been at home and Indianapolis's two uh, two lo- uh, two losses uh, uh, two losses have been at home. So, uh, so something is going to give here. The Titans own two on the road. The Colts own two at home. So it's going to be a, a, a massive game for, for both teams. But I, but I think it's going to be a bigger game for Tennessee because of because of how limited the quarterback is. When, when you're looking at Ryan Tannehill going up against Anthony Richardson and the Indianapolis Colts. So very much looking forward to, to, to that game. Another game that, that, that I really want, I want to see the result of is the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I, I've been dead wrong on the Ravens to start the year. I, the, the Ravens uh, are 3-1. Are and one. They, they look like the best team in the division so far, and they, and they demonstrated why against the Cleveland Browns. Lamar Jackson has been outstanding. He, uh, he, is, so he, he is one of the people in discussion for the league MVP through the first month because of... of, 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 of of how talented he is, how involved he is with the offense. So, but but the Ravens could could be getting some big pieces back in their their game against Pittsburgh on Sunday, such as Odell Beckham Jr., who who was a who was a big part of of why the they had they had so so such high expectations going into the start of the season. So, um. So this and and but the, th- the thing about the Ravens is he's he's got they got to play the Steelers and 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 they got to play um, a Mike Tomlin co- coach team. But the, I I think the Steelers have have looked worse than than the record has indicated. Uh, I, I'm I do not I'm not not feeling too confident right now about about my pick about the Pittsburgh Steelers going to the postseason because. Because they're still looking for Kenny Pickett to take that uh, next step forward, and Matt Canada can't coach his way out of a paper bag. So, 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 it, it, so the Ravens should find a way to take care of business against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and uh, and if they don't, the Steelers and Ravens will both be three and two uh, in the division. So, that, so, and obviously, Ravens Steelers feels like a uh, a big game because. Because uh, they all they always put on classics when when the t- when the two uh, sides go head to head with each other uh, th- throughout the years, but I, I, but I don't but just because Baltimore Pittsburgh is a one p.m. game on CBS, I do not think this is an excuse for anybody to minimize uh, the, uh minimize the potential impact of this game when 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 we talk uh, playoff picture and we talk about the scenarios when we talk about tiebreakers. In the AFC, so uh, Raven Steelers is a game uh, I definitely need to see a result from because I think that that's going to shape a lot of my takes of uh, the next couple of months concerning yeah uh, the landscape of the division and really uh, how I feel going forward about Baltimore and Pittsburgh in the division. All right, everybody, here we go. It is now time to make. My picks and predictions for week five in the NFL against the spread. And I, I want to do a, 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 a recap of how I did last week. An improvement. 
I went 12 and 4 picking the winners last week. I went 9 and 7 against the spread. So for the season, I am 37 and 27 overall. And against the spread, I am 29, 34, and 1 on the season. So we have 14 games this week, bye weeks this week are for the Cleveland Browns, the LA Chargers, the Seattle Seahawks coming off a dominating win against the Giants on Monday night, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are 3-1 and one coming off a win against the Saints. So we're going to start with the game on Thursday. We got the Washington Commanders. They are favored by six points at home taking on the Chicago Bears. Now, I, I, I think this is a... a, a, a a tricky game to pick, but, but here are some numbers um, that, that, that I think have, that, that I think hit home exactly how the how, how bad the Bears have been. So um, think about this, and and these are the following uh, statistics about the spread that, that come to us from uh, about from Bet, Bet US Pro Football. Over the last two years, this is all under um, Bad Eberfluss, um against the spread. So, so they are uh, they are what, what they're five and fourteen in all games. They are eight and twenty two as an underdog. They are three and eleven against the conference. They are seven and seventeen in games played on a grass field. They are two and nine after two or more consecutive losses, and they are two and twelve when playing on short rest and. That doesn't that doesn't exactly bode well if you are the Chicago Bears. Now here are the Bears coming off a, a an unacceptable loss to the Denver Broncos, uh, and they had the chance to win that game, and now they got to face a a a, a, a resurgent Washington Commander squad uh, on, on a short week. I just think that's a recipe for disaster. I'm going to take the Commanders to win and cover. I'll, I'll take them to win 28-21 to 21 over Chicago. Let's go to London now as the Buffalo Bills. They are at home in London, favored by 5.5 points, taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm, I'm not going to think twice. I overthink this. I'm going to take the Bills to win. I'm going to take the Bills to cover. I think the Bills are one of the two teams to beat in the AFC alongside Kansas City. I think Buffalo's got it going on. The, uh, the offense ha has been excellent. Josh Allen has been really good. The defense that ha has stepped it up. They, they stepped up in a big way against Miami on Sunday. I I'll take the Bills. To win, I, I, there there's still some issues with the with the Jaguars offense, so let's let's not misinterpret this. But I'll take the Bills to win and cover. They win by a score of 28-20. How about the Atlanta Falcons? They are at home, favored by a point and a half, taking on the Houston Texans. And I'm going to pick the Houston Texans to win the game. I I, I feel better about the way the Texans have been playing the past couple of weeks. That, that, that I do about your Atlanta Falcons. I, I think the tech, Texans have it going on. C.J. Stroud has overcome a lot of injuries. He's, uh, he's been playing at a, at a high level. He, he played very well against Pittsburgh on Sunday and, and at Mike Tomlin coach defense. Tamiko Ryan has it going on with the culture. And, and I think it's going to be a, a fun game. I think it's going to be an entertaining game. I think it's going to be a game that's going to uh, come down to the wire. But I think Fairbairn kicks the winning field goal in the last three minutes of the game. I'll take 
Texans to get a victory on the road. They win 22-19 over the Atlanta Falcons. How about the Detroit Lions, favored by 10 points at home against the Carolina Panthers? Now, earlier in the week, the spread was uh, was 8.5. Now it's gone up to 10. I, I think the Detroit Lions have it going on. I'm, I'm going to take the Lions to... To win, I'm going to take the Lions to uh, to cover. I I just think there are too many issues with the Panthers, and I was dead wrong on the Panthers before the season started, and and I and I just think the the Lions are, are on a mission here as they sh- as they demonstrated on Thursday with that dominating performance uh, on the road against a division rival. Lions win. Lions cover 31 to 16. I thought this this next this next game on the list was one of the toughest games of the week to pick. But uh, the Tennessee Titans they are two and a half point road favorites taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Now earlier in the week the the Colts were one and a half point favorites and now the Titans are favored by two and a half. And and uh, this is despite uh, the news that broke that Jonathan Taylor is a full participant in practice. And I, I I feel like uh, the, uh, feel like the team with the better defense is going to win, win this game. I I think I, I, for all the concerns the Titans have that, that they've they've been able to uh, to run the ball. I think uh, they they went back to the basics. They gave the ball to Derrick Henry, and he was able to dominate um, up front. And I just don't know how how you can overcome that if you are if you are a Colts defense that that that's had trouble. Um, stop, stopping guys on defense for uh, for um, much of the season in terms of allowing teams to move the ball up and down the field. Now the Colts have, have had their share have, have had their share of uh, of big moments in games on defense, but I I, I feel like Mike Vrabel is going to find a way to uh, to swipe this game from Shane Steichen. I'll take the Titans. I don't feel great about this. I'll take the Titans to win the game and cover 27 to 23 and improve to three and two and be uh, be at least a part of first place in the AFC South. How about the Miami Dolphins, favored by ten and a half points, taking on the artist formerly known as the New York Football Giants? And uh, I'm not going to I'm going to second over overthink this. I'm going to take the Dolphins to win. I'm going to take the Dolphins to cover. I think you're going to have a big day from Jalen Waddle. I think you're going to have a big day out of Tua Tagovailoa and Devon at Devon at Chain. I'll take the Dolphins and 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 Mike McDaniel to win and cover. They win 34 to 17. How about the New Orleans Saints? They are on the road in New England, favored by one point to take on the New England Patriots. And well, when I when I looked at the schedule at the start of the season, I, I expected the Patriots to start the season 0 and five. And and the one win they had was it was against the Jets team that was without Aaron Rodgers. And I I, I think the Saints are are going to come in angry after this. I just don't think. Matt Mac Jones is a legit NFL quarterback right, right now, so, so I, I I think and the Saints are also going to have it going on defensively, even though I I didn't like how they played against Tampa. I think you're going to have a bounce back performance for the defense. I'll take the Saints to win this game, 17 to 14. How about the Baltimore Ravens, uh, favored by four and a half points on the road in Pittsburgh, taking on the Steelers? And I, I uh, this this was another tricky game. For me to pick because I just cannot uh, 
pick, pick either team to win by more than three points. So I'm gonna so that's why I'm gonna grab the points here with the Steelers. But I I think the Ravens are are a more confident bunch right now and. And one of the teams I was also wrong about at the start of the season was Baltimore. Not 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 necessarily being being a, being a team that's, that's going to contend, but I think I think the way Baltimore has won the uh, the two picked uh, their last two wins on the road in Cincinnati and on the road in Cleveland. So so this is the last road division game they're going to play uh, all season unless uh, unless you see something ha uh, happen in the playoffs. But I I think the Ravens are gonna find a way to win this game. I think this uh, this screams eighteen to fifteen. It's gonna be a, a a defensive slugfest. But I think Lamar Jackson leads the Ravens to the winning field goal in, in the last three minutes of the of that football game. Ravens eighteen, Steelers fifteen. How about the Cincinnati Bengals three point favorites on the road taking on the Arizona Cardinals now. I just don't know what to think of Cincinnati right now uh, because right right now the the Arizona Cardinals have it going on now. So they did get beat by San Francisco that they 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 lost by 19 points and they failed to cover the spread. But but I'm much more inspired by the Arizona Cardinals than I am the Cincinnati Bengals. I I think the Cardinals have been playing hard. Joshua Dobbs has had an, uh, has been a one of the most pleasant surprises in the National Football League so far this season, and, and the Cardinals uh, have competed against uh, each of their in each of their first four games, and I feel more confident in Arizona. I just don't think I just don't have the confidence I need for the Cincinnati Bengals to uh, to to convince me that I can start picking them again. I'll take the Cardinals to win this game by a score. Of twenty-four to seventeen over the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, th this game to me was the single toughest game of the week for me to pick. The Philadelphia Eagles—they are on the road, favored by four and a half points, taking on the LA Rams. Now, I went back and forth with this game. I'm gonna—I'm gonna take the Eagles to win. I—I I, I think that was the easier part, but I think four and a half. With, uh, with with the way the Rams that have been playing uh, for 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 much of the season, uh, it, this is the type of uh, this is the type of, of coaching staff that's that's going to get get his, get his you know, get their guys prepared and and, and get them focused uh, on uh, on this game. I think the I think the Rams are going to find uh, find ways to uh, to get past uh, the a suspect Philadelphia secondary. I I think there there are more. There are more questions um, about about that defense, which is why something I said at the start of the season that something feels off with Philadelphia, especially uh, when it, when it comes to the passing games on on, on both ends. Now, uh, Philadelphia did respond nicely in the second half um, uh, uh, when Jalen Hurts got AJ Brown involved in it, but uh, but the Rams well uh, now that. Uh, uh, Puka Nakua has has been the receiver he was. He uh, the last time we saw him on the field, he scored a, a game-winning touchdown in overtime to uh, to take down the uh, take down the Colts on the road. So so I I feel like this this screams 31-28-34-31 uh, type of game. But I'm gonna take the Eagles over the Rams to win by a score of 31 to. 28.
How about the Denver Broncos? They are favored by two points at home, taking on the Jets. And and th th this this matchup has a lot of juice uh, in it because of the comments Sean Payton made about Nathaniel Hackett and his time in Denver dur uh, during uh, during training camp. And and while while I believe Sean Payton was correct in his assessment about about how Nathaniel Hackett botched his time, uh, uh, botched everything. With the Denver Broncos last year, in, in, in terms of how he, how he got his offense prepared on a week day in, uh, on a week in week out basis, but 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 it also galvanized um, the Daniel Hackett, and this uh, this made uh, the, the what uh, it already was was slated to be the the Daniel Hackett revenge game, but 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 it's but it grew so much more than that, and the Broncos barely beat the worst team in the league last week. I, I think they're going to get more of a reality check. I think the Jets march into Denver and, and beat them at the buzzer. That they, they win on the road, twenty four to twenty three, to improve to um to um to two and three, and I think Zach Wilson is going to have a good game again. After seeing what he was able to do against Kansas City on, on Sunday, how about the Kansas City Chiefs? They are now on the road. They're favored by three and a half points, taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Now, earlier in the week, when I did my uh, did my other podcast, the Chiefs were favored by five and a half points um, against the uh, against the uh, against uh, against Minnesota. And, and I thought, uh, and I felt comfortable taking the Vikings with the points because I had the feeling it was going to be um, a, a one-score game, similar to what Minnesota, uh, similar to the type of a ball Minnesota has played all year. But I, I, I think that I don't think Mahomes is going to throw for two interceptions. I don't think he's going to throw for less than two hundred three yards. I don't think he's going to complete sixty percent of his passes or fewer. I think this is this is a this this is a get a get right game for the Chiefs offense after the after how they looked for much of the sixty minutes against the Jets, and I think Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for three touchdowns. I think uh, Isaiah Pacheco is going to run for a touchdown. I, I feel like this is this is the type of shootout that that the Chiefs win, and and the Vikings who won a lot of these types of games last year. That have already lost a couple of them this year. When when you look out uh, about the loss to Philadelphia, the loss to the Chargers, allowing Justin Herbert to go for more than 400 yards of, um, uh, through the air. So I'm going to take the Chiefs to win the game, 38 to 34. I don't feel great about the line because uh, because of how much I'm obsessed with Justin Jefferson and that and that offense. They're going to put up their fair share of points, but. I feel like the Chiefs are, are the better team, and they have the better coach, and they have the better quarterback, and the better defense. Chiefs win, and Chiefs cover. How about the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday Night Football um, in, 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 one, in one of the, um, the pivotal games of the season to date so far in the National Football League? And... Look, I'm going to take the 49ers to win because I think they're better coached and I think uh, and I think that their their offense is better situated than Dallas's, but I I think the Cowboys defense is going to make a couple of big plays uh, to keep the game close, but I think we I think we noticed the margin, how big the margin of error is for for San Francisco and, and how they were able to overcome a, a a gritty effort by the Cardinals to 
uh, to win by 19 points. So uh, that's why I'm going to take the 49ers to win, but I'm going to grab the points here with the Dallas Cowboys. And finally, the Green Bay Packers, they are on the road. They're favored by a point. Take it on your Las Vegas Raiders. And I, I, I'm i going to pick the Raiders. And I don't feel great about picking picking the Raiders uh, because, because of how much I don't trust Josh McDaniels. But I, think, yeah, but I think it comes down to this. I think Jordan Love has been way too inconsistent uh, 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 throughout the course of the season. And, and it, very, it very much looks uh, to me, if, if my... If if my sources are correct, that Jimmy Garoppolo is is uh, is go, is going to play in this game, and and the and the fact the Raiders almost won with uh, with with Aiden O'Connell as their quarterback against Justin Herbert, I I I think it is a good indicator for this game, and I I still I obviously I don't believe in Josh McDaniels as as the coach, and you know I've been screaming that for a while now, but. I, 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 if I had to choose a Josh, McDan- uh, Josh McDaniels as a coach or Jordan Love as the quarterback, I definitely would. Uh, it's It feels like the lesser of two evils here. So I'm going to take Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. I'm going to pick them to win 24 to 20. So, so great, great, great stuff over there uh, with, uh, with, with that. So. I think we we can we can wrap this show up right here, and also uh, maybe we should maybe I should be better with my baseball picks because I went one and three uh, picking the series. I mean, but the pick I was most confident about was the Phillies taking down the Marlins, uh, but but the Rays uh, uh, fielded themselves out of the postseason. The the the, the Ranger uh, the the Blue Jays ran themselves out of the postseason. And the Brewers uh, uh, couldn't uh, pitch themselves out of uh, out of the wild card round into the divisional round. So this so uh, wastes of the seasons for the Rays, the Blue Jays, and the Brewers. And congratulations to the Arizona Diamondbacks. They're going to be taking on the Dodgers. The Phillies take on the Braves. We got the Texas Rangers and the Baltimore Orioles. And we and then we have the. Um, Minnesota Twins taking on the Houston Texans. Uh, Carlos Correa going up against his former team. So, so that's going to be some some great stuff over there. I'm I'm going to try to get put some uh, uh, make some picks on, on that. I'll I'll post that on, on all of my socials uh, tomorrow. I, I'm speaking of socials. You can follow me um, on Twitter at, at hook underscore on sports and John Flynn ninety seven. And you can also follow the Facebook page, Hooked on Sports. You can follow me on Instagram and Threads at Jay Flizzy. And you can follow the podcast on Instagram and, and Threads at Jay Flizzy. So that, w- with all that being said, that's going to be it for this edition of Hooked on Sports. I'll be back here on the podcast next week uh, for, for some exciting things going on in the world of sports, including... Um, the, the opening night for the 2023-24 National Hockey League season. So I'm going to be locking in my Stanley Cup playoff predi- um, Stanley Cup preseason predictions on Tuesday's podcast. So until then, this is John Flynn. Have a wonderful night, everybody, and so long.